Hey, good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play by play coming to you live here on this Wednesday. It is hump day. Hope everybody's enjoying their day. Uh, whew, it's been a day already here. I uh, was late getting into the studios, was caught in traffic and all sorts of madness, but we made it here in just in the nick of time. So we will be able to rock and roll and we will be able to um, enjoy the next Oh, you know, 90 minutes or so until one o'clock, we will be having some good, uh, a great time talking some sports and everything of the sort. We want to thank our sponsors for allowing us to be here today. Uh, the Blue Boot Rodeo, the 2022 Blue Boot Rodeo will be held July 7th through 9th at the Grand Isle Marina, located at 158 Sand Dollar Court at the Tarpon Pavilion. How about Southland Dodge and Homa? Industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. New friend, building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Rouse's Markets. Get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish Hot from the Pot 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Seven days a week at Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. A reminder, join us every Saturday from 10 to noon for the Sports Corner, presented by Terrebonne General Health System with Stan Gravois and myself for the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports from your local sports experts, sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company. And also a reminder, join us for a live broadcast from 8.30 to 10.30 for senior, that'll be 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. on July the 7th, Senior Sources, hosted by Lafouche Parish District Attorney Christine Russell's office, at the LaRose Civic Center, Senior Sources is designed to inform senior citizens about the services available to them. Speakers will cover topics such as current scam trends, easy voting mail-in ballots, juror exemption, senior abuse signs, and so much more. Guest topics or guest speakers include Christine Russell, Craig Weber, Archie Chasson, Annette Fontana, Wendy Thibodeau, Michael Boudreau, Heidi Irvin, Mary Swanye, and Tommy SJ. That is Senior Sources. It'll be hosted by Christine Russell, LaFouche Parish District Attorney's Office. So, let's talk some high school sports here um, in the first segment of today's show. We've got Phil Bychurch, who will be joining us in 10 minutes to talk some uh, South LaFouche High School uh, softball. Uh, the Lady Tarpons had a playoff season last year. They're trying to build on that, trying to have another playoff season this coming season. We'll talk with Coach Bychurch about that. Um, at noon, we've got Keegan Pokey of LCO Middle. We talked yesterday about how LCO is looks like they're making some progress on their renovations and everything of this sort. Looks like they're making some progress in terms of getting a new roof. And so they posted a sketch or rendering of their new gym floor. All of these things got us fired up and excited. We'll talk with Coach Pokey about all of that stuff. 12-15, Mustang Mike Beetle will be on the line, joining us to talk some wrestling. Mustang Mike is a local independent wrestler. He's been one for decades, and they've got a big show coming up out in Morgan City later in the summer. Uh, there's going to be a cage match, and a TLC match, and look, Mustang's been doing this for a long time. He's really, really good at what he does. Look forward to chatting with him about all the things he's got going on. Then at 12-30, we've got our mailbag will be answering some questions that you all have sent to us in the last couple of days. And then in addition to that, uh, at the bottom of the show, we'll get our betting picks in here uh, to try to get you all some winners, get everybody to have maybe a little bit more cash in their pockets at the end of the day. That's the goal for all of these betting picks is to try to help you all make a little bit of money. 
Um, so let's talk some some girls basketball here. <laughs> Got a lot of updates yesterday, right? Um, a lot of updates. A lot of folks sending me messages and pictures and different things of the sort. All around 10 o'clock or so, my phone starts blowing up. I'm sitting like, what the heck is going on? Like, I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> there was a crime or, you know, something happened. Usually, you know, after hours, my, my phone is, you know, kind of quiet, right? You know, usually that's my time to kind of text friends and family or whatever and catch up. Um, my phone starts going crazy. And I'm like, well, what's this? Like, why, why are these random people messaging me? What well, was the Central Lafouche Girls basketball community messaging me? And I thank them so much for doing so. The Central Lafouche Lady Trojans won the uh, Summer League Championship uh, this past, uh, last night, rather. Um, so they get a big Summer League Championship win, outlasting all of the rest of the local competition on their way to winning the title. Central Lafouche is coached by Coach Tora Danos, who's in her first season with the team. And the Lady Trojans push past all of the, you know, all comers. They beat Terrebonne, they beat Thibodeau, and then they beat uh, Ellender, rather, in the championship game. So kudos to the Lady Trojans for getting some big wins. They beat Ellender 36-33 to in the championship game. Um, I've watched Central Lafouche girls basketball play in recent years. Y'all, that's, that's not a bad group. <laughs> in no way, shape, nor form is that a bad group. They've got some talent. They've got some athleticism. They've got some speed. They've got some really good guards. They would get into district. like They would usually start off pretty strong, get into district play, kind of fizzle a little bit. Um, but this is a group here that's playing with some confidence. And, and I get it. It's summer. It's summer. that you know This isn't going to carry over to next year. You're not going to earn PowerPoints based on what you do uh, right now. But you are going to build some momentum and some confidence in the idea and the belief that, hey, next spring, or not next spring, next winter, whenever it's basketball season, like we could do some stuff. We could do some stuff. So I'm happy for those ladies because it's a program that hasn't historically had a ton of success. So to see them, you know, get something to really feel good about and kind of sink their teeth into is really awesome. And I'm happy for that school too, man. Like it's the first time in a while that we see a headline about Central Lafouche Athletics that isn't like a drab. Like, okay, a couple weeks ago, there was the news, okay, Coach Plitt, who's a guy that they really liked out there, is leaving and going to E.D. White. That's a drab. Even though a lot of the Central Lafouche community was happy that, you know, happy for he and his family that he made that move, it still sucks that he's not there, right? And then there's the whole football situation of, okay, well, you lose a coach and then you really can't find anybody and Coach Pop kind of takes it onto himself to lead the team. That's not any fun either. That's not any fun either. So to have something about that school and that athletic program to talk about that we could sink our teeth into that is positive and that shows the kids achieving and having success is something that is awesome. It's awesome, and I'm happy for those young ladies, and I certainly hope that they could carry that momentum into October, November when next season starts. And, hey, go get it. Go get it. They've been young for a couple of years now, right? They've been playing some underclassmen girls. A lot of those underclassmen are now upperclassmen. Go get it. You proved last night you could play with anybody. Now it's time to carry that momentum forward and go have that big, strong season that we all know you are all capable of doing. I got to tell you, Stan and I were talking about this yesterday, and Stan was saying that he believes football in our area is going to be better and stronger than what it's been in recent years. I think basketball in our area is going to be better and stronger than it's been in recent years, too. 
I think Central Lafouche boys and girls are going to be very competitive. Thibodeau the same, boys and girls. HL Bourgeois is going to make some leaps on the boys' side. They're going to be stronger. Terrebonne had some issues last year on the boys' side of things. They've got a lot of talent. If they could stabilize that talent and get it all pulling in the same direction, they're going to be okay. And I think that adding Brendan Brown to that coaching staff over there is going to help them a lot. They had a rookie first-year guy last year, and it showed at times, right? They didn't always have the best composure. They didn't always have the best buy-in. You would go watch them play one day. They would have five guys. You'd go watch them play the next day. They'd have five completely different guys because guys would be leaving the team and walking out, like whatever it may be. You never knew what you were getting. Some stability in that program is going to do them good. I think they're going to be better. Vanderbilt is going to be better. Assumption by default is going to be better because they can't be any worse than what they were last year where they really struggled. I think they're going to be better. I think the floor is going to be lifted in our basketball scene, and I think that we're going to see greater competition and a lot of teams chasing big things. On the girls' side of things, what's stopping Ellender from being exceptional again this coming year? What's stopping Vanderbilt from winning at all? They were an injury or two away from maybe winning it all last year. What's stopping, you know, a lot of the teams, and E.D. White, I think, is going to be strong boys and girls alike. It's going to be a fun athletic year coming up, and we cannot wait to see the way it all shakes itself out. It's play-by-play. Let's catch our first commercial break. When we get back out of this first commercial break, we're going to go to Coach Phil Bychurch with South Lafouche Softball here on play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. It's the Ram. Make the switch event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients safe to all humans and pets check us out on facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com need our cedar beaters now call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back buzz off mosquito control safe effective guaranteed Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. You know weather bug users when you see them. The umbrellas before the storm. The scarves before the blizzard. The flip-flops before the heat wave. The prepared few. 
Well, not so few. Over 10 million people use the WeatherBug app for hyper-local weather reports and real-time updates that prepare you for whatever happens next. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug sees the unforeseen to protect you from the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We go to the phone lines for our first calling guest of the day. It's a guy I've been knowing a long, long time. He's been coaching in this area for quite some time. Um, coach Phil Bychurch is on the line with South LaFouche softball coach. Phil, how are you doing today? Doing great. Absolutely, man. Glad to hear it. It's a fun time of the year. It's the summer. Uh, the girls are trying to get better at you know everything that they do, trying to hone up their skills. What are you all doing softball-wise to try to stay ready for the next season? Well, um, we actually played swamp ball. They kind of extended swamp ball this year. Uh, we got off to a late start, of course, because of school letting out at a, a, a later time. So we started uh, a little bit later. So we've been playing swamp ball uh, on Mondays at uh, HL Bourgeois. Very nice. You had a large senior group, but you do have a lot of talented underclassmen who are returning. What have those young ladies been uh, looking like so far this summer uh, whenever they've been out on the field? Um, it's looking good. It's, it's, it's finding those pieces to fit. Uh, we did lose 10 seniors, and uh, we're actually returning six juniors. They're going to be six seniors coming up this year, and we have a lot of freshmen. I had a total of 12 to 14 freshmen that are going to be coming that are out this year that's going to be playing. Very nice. Um Coach, I often hear coaches say that the difference between year two and year one is like night and day because the players know what's expected. You know, they know, you know, what they need to do to make the coach happy and all that good stuff. So you're now in year two here. Uh, what's that been like? Has it been a little bit of an easier, whereas last year was kind of a transition period? Last year was pretty easy. I've, I had coached those girls over the summer nice. uh, for the last six, seven years. Uh, of course, one of them was my daughter. So all those girls knew and knew what was expected. Um, the seniors that we have this year uh, actually are buying into the system and they know exactly what needs to go. So it's to make sure we get those freshmen that are coming in to understand what we want to do. Uh, and those seniors are going to be my guide for, for those freshmen. Coach, tell me about this, man. Because whenever I was a kid, look, over the summer, we didn't play. You know, there was no softball. There wasn't any softball available to be played. Now it feels like it's kind of catching up a little bit. Um, the girls that you get, the ninth graders, and you know the, the players that are fresh into the program, have they, by and large, mostly been playing a lot of softball throughout their lives whenever you get them? Um, majority have. Um, also, the other half of, are doing some kind of other things like volleyball and uh just other things and they're staying busy so they kind of juggling that schedule from going to volleyball to basketball to softball you know so it's it's um they are staying in shape and they staying with it it's just to to refine the the skills of softball when they get out of volleyball and basketball very good uh your park took some damage from Ida, man you know it got it got roughed up pretty good and it was amazing that you guys were able to do the things that you were able to do to play over there this past season um in terms of getting it rebuilt and getting it looking back like it was before do you have any updates on you know what the status of that i know the dugouts are going to need to be redone and some other things do you have an update on that um 
the last update I had was a couple of days ago from Ms. Jeremy. Um, they they kind of looking in. I had sent some specs of uh, what type of dugouts we want. Uh, of course, not, nowadays the the dugouts are a little bit larger, and uh, so that's what we're trying to get at. Uh, we talked about the lights. The lights are there. It's just getting everything hooked up for the lights, and um, we're talking about the back and the fencing around the backstop and things like that. So um, it's all in the works. Um, it's very it's very you know it's it's exciting to know that. We still have a ways away, and we are trying to get started on that. So it's it's a good thing that we not wait to the last minute to get it done. Yeah, very good. Um, Coach, last season was kind of an interesting one for you all because of some of the issues with the storm and, you know, had to maybe adjust a couple of dates here or there. And it was a little bit of a slow start for the girls. I remember we had you on radio at the beginning of the year, and you're like, man, we just got to get a win. Like, we're doing the right things. We're just struggling. But then you all started to play well at the end of the year and, heck, make it to the playoffs and actually give hell to a team that made a long playoff push so y'all were playing your best ball at the right time of the year. Uh, talk about the importance of carrying that momentum forward and then starting the next season with that momentum still on your side. Yeah, that was a, uh, that was a long trip for playoffs, but um, it worked out well. Um, yeah, we, we did not come out uh, on the winning end, but... Like you said, it was we played a tough team. They went all the way to the state finals and lost, and lost. They state runner up. So we gave them a good fight. Uh, you looking back, looking back at that game, it was four to one in the fifth inning, you know, and uh, they ended up beating us nine one. But um, we had a good group of those young girls that traveled with us that are back. So they they saw what it was all about. They saw the exciting part. So. Um, I really think they're excited to take it to that next to that next step with them as being seniors, um, but also realizing that now we're going to have Lutcher coming into the district, so that's going to be a little bit uh, a, of a tougher a, a tougher full for us, also. You know, so it's uh, we're trying to get our head straight and uh, put everything in perspective, and I think the most important thing is for us is to uh, to make sure we stay positive and work hard, so when when we get to that. Uh, softball season that we are we prepared to get ready from the beginning and try not to uh, wait out for the first couple of weeks to get a win. All right, so coach, tell me about this. I've never spoken with you about this. Um, you're going to be in a situation this coming year where uh, there are more teams that are going to be on the select side than ever before. You know, it's going to be more separated than it's been. Teams with open enrollment are on the other side. You know, charter schools, magnet schools, whatever it may be. What are your thoughts on that? Everybody's kind of got a different thought or a different opinion. How does Coach Phil Bychurch see everything that's been, been taking place with the LHSA? Well, I'll put it this way. No matter who we play, we, ha we have to do well to be successful. So select, non-select, uh, it really makes no difference. Whoever's on the field at that time, when we play as our opponent, we got to take care of our business. It doesn't matter who it is. So if we do what we have to do, uh, I, I feel we'll be successful. Uh, and sometimes being not the scoreboard is not is the successful part. It's us make sure we're progressing to each game. We get bit better and better. Very good. Coach, let's talk about this for a minute. Because, I mean, you are a coach, and you've been one for a long time. But you've also been an official for a long time. And, and you know, we've had Ashton on a couple times to talk about, you know, the challenges of that. And, Look, you're a really, really good official, man. What does it take to be good at that profession? What does it take to, you know, kind of stand out and do some of the things that you've been blessed to be able to do on that side of things? Oh, uh, 
it's, it's listen, being on both ends of the stick uh, at coaching and also officiating, so you see it both ways. Um, I actually got better as official when I was coaching, and I realized what those officials have to go through. You know, I wasn't easy on the officials, but, you know, um, now being in those shoes, I understand. I also know what the coaches want, and I also know what the officials need to do. Um, good communication. If To be a good official, I feel you need to communicate with the coaches, uh, every, uh, the, even the players. Let them know what you're expecting. Let them know what you're looking for. And if you give 100% on the court as an official to show the coach that you're trying to do the best job you can, I, I, I feel, you know, you have nothing to lose there. You know, um, like I said, just doing, doing your job 100%, no matter if you're coaching or if you're officiating. Very good. So I'm going to ask you this. Okay, it's um, it's a close, hard-fought, competitive game. It's the fourth quarter or the seventh inning, however you want to look at it. Would you rather be officiating that game or would you rather be in the dugout coaching that game? Oh, now you put me in a picture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as an official, that's what you want. You want to be in that game. You want to be close game. But you also don't want to decide that game. That's the, that's the players to take care of that. Uh, on the coaching aspect, um, I also want to be there too, you know, um, just being competitive and to knowing that we have the opportunity to get a victory, no matter if it's a regular season, a playoff game, or a championship game. Um, so that's kind of a tough one. But as an official, like I said, just letting the players, make sure the players uh, – Decide the game. You don't want to be the, the fixture of the game. And as a coach, you want to make sure that your players are prepared and ready for that moment at any time. Coach, you have such a unique situation because you're a teacher at one school, but you're coaching at another school. I know that there are some challenges that go into that, but you know, year one, you made it work pretty well. Talk about you know the 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 challenges that go into the situation that you've been given. Um. I can say I'm blessed that I have two schools that really support me at what I plan on doing. Uh, I take care of my educational situations at Hanville, and uh, and then I come and coach at Salafouche. Um, the communication I had between both principals were, look, when I got into education, it was told to me first thing is students and players. So that's what I look at. It's, it's not all about me. I do my job. During the, during the day in the morning, and then I go do my job during the afternoon. It's just making sure those students and those athletes are prepared at any situation in the classroom and out of the classroom. Beautiful. Good answer. Coach, before we let you go, when do you all play your next game? Um, we actually off for, uh, for Swamp Ball. We are off for um, 4th of July, um, but uh, we are going to play on the 11th. Okay, well, very, very nice. Coach, look, man, we thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again soon. Keep up the good work, my friend. Thank you, Casey. I appreciate for everything you do for the community, man. I appreciate that. Thank, thank you, you so much, buddy. Have a great day. You too. That is Coach Phil Bychurch doing a great job. He has He's done nice work with that program. And, look, they did lose a bunch of seniors. That That's a fact. And it's not going to be easy to replace those seniors. That's going to be a difficult thing for them to do. But kids here are starting to – um, be more active again. You know, whenever I was a kid, we played Bantam and we played Biddy. That was it. Oh, and, and Dixie with baseball. 
that was it. You know why that was it? But that was the only thing we had. Now they're starting to do soccer. Now they're starting to do softball. Now they're starting to do gymnastics and tumbling and some of the different things that are being offered. And I think that it's going to benefit everyone over the long haul. So kudos to Coach Phil. Glad they're able to get that swampland work. They got better and better as the season goes on. And I'm glad, super glad, that they're going to be able to get that facelift to their park. Because, look, man, it's much needed. Even before Ida, some things there were getting a little bit outdated, uh, looking a little bit old, looking a little bit rough. And if there is any positive to the storm, it's that some of those facilities that maybe weren't going to get touched up are now going to have to get touched up because of some of the damages of the storm. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break when we get back. Speaking of facility upgrades and touch-ups, we're going to go to LCO Athletic Director Coach Keegan Pokey. They're having to do some things to their facilities out there as well. We'll talk with him about that in the next segment of the show. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break timeout. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. Yep, it's that time of year, Blue Boot Rodeo, July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. This rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention. This year's fishing rodeo, we also have adult, kids, kayak, and we added the offshore division. Proceeds from this rodeo go to swimming lessons, life rings on the Grand Isle Beach, scholarships, and bringing awareness to water safety. There will be plenty of food, drinks, activities for the kids, and the whole family. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market's feels like home. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We begin our 12 o'clock hour with one of our favorite calling guests. That's LCO Athletic Director and Boys Basketball Coach and also football coach, Coach Keegan Pokey, who's on the line now. Coach, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? 
I'm doing well, Casey. What about you? Doing fine, my man. Uh, good time of the year. Uh, you guys are in a fun situation because seeing some things starting to happen, man. I was driving by the campus the other day, and they're working on the roof of the gym, which made me excited. And then I saw on Facebook yesterday a little sketch was posted of what the new floor is going to look like. Dude, I know it's a long time coming. I know you guys are super excited. Give us a little bit of update on some of the progress that's been made. Yeah, it seems like every single time I go to school for something, it seems like I got to park further away, which is bad for me because I got to continue to walk further away from it or further towards it. But it's a good thing. It's always construction going on, it seems, right now. Uh, it looks like our, our gym roof is going to be finished by the end of this week. And then in late July, it looks like we'll have a brand new court. Uh, Coach Kyle Pelt, uh, as you've seen on the Facebook, is going to be the name of the court, which uh, rightfully so, everything he has done for the last 30-some years. Um, he's one of the reasons why I got into coaching and teaching. Um, he actually put in a good word, and I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be in the position I am today if it wasn't for him, and a lot of people probably could say that as well. So we're going to go ahead and name the court after him. So, But it, the layout looks awesome. The construction, seeing the construction in, uh, on the roof, in the gym, uh, around the school, it, it's just a good sight to see it's a, a, a trend moving in the right direction. And I'm sure everyone's happy to, to hear that. No doubt about it, man. And look, I was looking at the picture. Is it going to be a wood floor, like kind of the concrete slab floor? Give us an update on that. It's going to be a wood floor, similar nice. to what we had previously. Um, and I don't know much about flooring or anything like that, but it is a, the exact design that Coach Pelt made before he retired. That was one of his goals to make the, the court design. The exact design he made is the same design we're going with. Um, but, yeah, we are. Uh, we're looking forward to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to when we have open gym sessions that I don't have to leave and go all the way to Galliana. And I can just stay in my backyard and go there. But, uh, yeah, we, we're excited and looking forward to it. Very good. Look, man, football-wise, you guys started the offseason with a ton, a ton of kids out. And I know that you're going to probably lose a few here or there because, you know, some of them decide, hey, it's not for me or whatever it may be. But from what I've been told from, you know, folks is that you guys are retaining the big majority of those kids as well. Talk about the work those boys have been putting in. And, and, you know, look, man, we're getting close. It's June 29th. Like, we're getting pretty close to you all, you know, playing jamborees and then games and all this sort, too. Yeah, I actually got asked that by one of our administration team members today. Like, oh, well, the numbers probably went down a little bit. And it maybe dropped off about 5, 10 at most days. But even on days that we uh, are not expecting a lot of kids, we still get like 50 kids. So it's always good. And whether, you know, we're gonna have we're gonna have to have a cut, but we're gonna try to keep as much as we we possibly can. But just teaching these kids, getting them out, being active, but just teaching them a little bit about the game of football has been awesome. Um, yeah, like you said, in, in three weeks we have tryouts, so and like mid July we're gonna have trials rolling around. But I'm pretty confident, man. Um, with the numbers coming out, it's, it's awesome. But we got quality football players. We got some athletes coming up. We got some athletes that are returning. Uh, I truly, truthfully believe we're going to be competing at the top again and, and a lot of different sports that we have coming through LCO as well. Bro, I got to tell you, man, a couple of your kids went off to, I think it was like the LSU camp or something. Like it maybe even it was like three, four weeks ago now. It was a little bit ago. And I was looking at the picture. And I was like, man, like, these dudes look like high school juniors. Like it's some big, big, strong looking boys. So when you say just a second ago that you think you got some kids that could play, man, you got some size. You got some boys that really are looking the part. Yeah, like last year, I was talking to Coach Gidry yesterday. Um, last year, you know, we were very big. And I looked at our workout group yesterday, and I was like, God dang, we still got some size. 
But yeah, like some athletes, like Bo Georges is just a freak of nature. Yeah, he's he actually beat me in a race the other day. I'm I'm kind of disappointed <laughs> in myself, but uh, he's a freak of nature. And then you see him probably uh, Jean Eric Vizier Sharky. He uh, he definitely looks like a high school junior, like you're saying. He he developed a, a love for working out, and his drive and his athleticism was always there. So now you're starting to see it in rare form of a kid that just wants it, like he wants it so bad. And for him to have that at this age is a, a pretty nice thing to see. We got Contrell Shepherd returning; he's going to be another one of our backs. But again, nice size kid, Isaiah kid, nice size kid, Carter Collie. We got some uh, returning players that got a lot of playing time last year that I think are going to do us uh, some great things in the future. Basketball wise, you said you've been doing the open gyms over at Galliano. What have you been seeing? Have you been pleased with some of the work you all been able to get in? Yeah, we're very thankful for uh, Dr. Lorraine over there too, as allowing us to. To go every afternoon and look the numbers over there is, are unbelievable too we got like 30 plus kids a lot of times and a lot of these kids are coming like an hour before and then i gotta k- kick them out the gym and i'm like guys i gotta go home if not I'm, i might be locked out of my house <laughs> but um the kids that the, the movement the, the improvement that they are showing it is unbelievable the drive there is there too as well uh and that sport we're gonna have a lot of return we're gonna be so big this year we're gonna have like three or four kids on our team that are probably gonna be six foot or plus um, but they, they're 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 ready to go. Even former players came the last couple of times, like the Terrence Peach, Landon Dordor, uh Landon Jarvis, Mason Cooper came for a little while. So for them, those guys just getting the next work, preparing for the upcoming season too as well. It's a great thing to see. We work on fundamentals, little things, and we let them have fun. We do a lot of scrimmaging just to kind of get them rolling around. So let me ask you about this. I was riding out to the state baseball championship game with, it was actually with Stan Gravois and the South Terrebonne principal and then a, uh, a Terrebonne Parish School District administrator, Mr. Tolbert. And the conversation came up, and Mr. Tolbert, who works in the school board office out there, said, Hey, man, like with the way baseball has grown, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next three, four years we have middle school baseball in our, in, you know, our school department. So now I'm going to ask you, if ever we get to that point, two, three, you know, four years from now in the future, and it comes up, hey, would you guys be open to making a baseball team? Everybody down the by plays baseball these days. Would LCO be welcoming to that idea? If I wouldn't be, I would probably get fired. How <laughs> <laughs> popular baseball is. No, but absolutely. We actually, uh, it was like a voice of a, a topic that we had maybe two years ago. And we talked about bringing in new sports, and baseball was definitely one of them. I know soccer was one of them, too, as well. But if we could get everyone on board in parish, and it's a lot to do with our parish, like um, if everyone in our parish could develop a baseball team, then absolutely we could. Um, I, I really think we could find the facilities to, to figure out where we would practice and everything. And like you said, the, the sport down here is just unbelievable big. And imagine that. We're already competing at the, the higher level at South Fouche. And if we could go ahead and start to develop them a little bit more chemistry on the baseball field, like you see for football, you see for basketball, and then you see it pan out at the high school level. If we could do that for another sport and like baseball, uh, I think that might put us over the top. Coach, I know that you take a lot of pride in what you do, and you want to be good at what you do. So I'm going to ask you this. Over the summer, whenever it's the off season, and you know there's not any like games to prepare for, what, if anything, do you do to try to get yourself better? I know some guys go to clinics, some guys you know, talk to other people around the country or whatever. What do you do to try to get better as a coach? So I had every intention probably the last like three years to go to different clinics. I had even booked one 
Uh, and then with COVID and then the hurricane, it kind of just hasn't. But the access of YouTube, they have a whole bunch of clinics on YouTube. I'm a big fan of just watching different things. Okay, coaches say different tactics, different strategies for that. A lot of watch, uh, watch a lot of our game film. Um, some different stuff that I say, okay, this is maybe something that we could have did, or this is a, a area that we need to improve on. Um, but I, I never stop. Uh, if you if you come into my office or if you come to at my house, sometimes when I don't even have uh, we don't even have pen and paper, I might have a a, a pen. I use a, a tower. My, my wife is like, you ruin all of our paper towels. Like, you're just drawing up different stuff on our paper <laughs> towels. But I never stop and watching film, uh, doing highlight films, uh, looking over a huddle, um, scouting opponents, seeing what uh, law forces to go to medals, the West Thibodeau's did for certain situations. Because a lot of this, uh, at this level, a lot of it is just kind of a repetitive of whoever's the coach. They probably, probably do the very similar thing from year to year. Um, but working on myself, knowing that I could get better. I'm a young coach, knowing that I don't know everything is a big thing for me. It's something that I truthfully believe in. So just doing a little things, watching a lot of film, watching a lot of uh, videos maybe to improve my game. Brother, I talk about this often whenever I have you guys on. Um, you know, be it you, be it Coach Galjor, be it Coach Bryce, be it Brody, you know, whoever it may be, there are so many young coaches in our area right now that are in it for the right reasons, that are about the kids and that do – you know, such a great job. Um, do you guys kind of push one another? You know, I mean, look, Coach Bryce is now the defensive coordinator for football, and I know that's got everybody fired up. Like, do you guys kind of inspire one another to all keep, you know, chugging along in the same direction? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, me and Coach uh, Gidry and Coach Williams probably talk every day, and we just kind of communicate. Coach Gouger and my, uh, myself go way back. Um, so if we ever need anything in the future, they know, and uh, I know as well that I could contact them to kind of get their opinion on stuff. Uh, just last week, Coach Gidry kind of contacted me, asking me a uh, situation that he had brought up into him and what I would have did differently or something like that. But it uh, absolutely. And look, to see those guys excel, to see Coach Gouger at, at the track and field head coach, to see Coach Gidry being a defense coordinator, to see Coach Williams. Coach Williams was brought up when I was uh, at South Bush, too. I like to think I was like Coach Williams' big brother a lot of times on that South Bush bench. But, uh, to see him in, in the, the head coaching role, too, as well. It's something that I'm proud of. I'm happy for them. And I know, uh, like you said, this a younger generation is doing it for the right reasons. I think we're in it for the long haul. I know those guys over there are tarping blue to the core. And I think I'm going to be a bulldog for life. So I, I, really think that, uh, I really think that this community is benefited by young guys like us that are, are striving for betterment of the young generation coming through. Very well said. Uh, look, man, I know LHSA-wise, there are certain like dates. Like, okay, you can't do this until this date. You can't do that until this date, whatever it may be. For you all, you're not governed by an official athletic body. Or is there anything, you know, I know you're not going to be putting pads on right now. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, can you get out and, you know, throw a ball around with a couple of the guys? Like, are you restrained by anything? How's that work? Um, you just can't have a helmet, and like you said, no no pads or anything. You just can't have a helmet, and you can do conditioning programs and everything like that and other drills. So it, it's pretty much doing conditioning work. Uh, your kids could throw a football around, obviously, just mess around. We're teaching them the little things like footwork, stepping, hitting the pads, and stuff like that. We pretty much put on a camp. This is how I look at it. We pretty much put on a camp weekly for our athletes. Like every, If you would go to a middle school camp, a fundamental middle school camp, that's what you would get out of coming to one of our workouts or even coming to one of our open gym sessions. It's just like a, a, a summer-long football and basketball camp. That's what I would describe it like. Yeah, very nice, man. And look, along those same lines, one of the reasons why I asked the question, you're replacing a quarterback. 
What do you have under center, bro? Do you have kind of an idea of what that's going to be, or is it going to just be how it goes whenever you open up your, your practices? So we got like six guys that I have on the table right now that I want to try out. But, yeah, losing Terrence, and look, uh, I don't think, and I kind of told this, to, I told him himself, and then I told it to another coach, uh, Terrence Petrie was an unbelievable athlete, um, very commanding of the huddle and everything like that. Um, but to replace him, it replaces a lot. It was almost like he had a coach on the field with him as well. So um, the main thing that I'm trying to get out of the guys right now that just can take command, whoever takes command of that huddle, whoever goes in looking confident in a huddle is probably going to be the day one starter. And then uh, whoever develops over time, you see if you can supplement the guy or not. But, yeah, we've got about six guys. Jack Griffin being one. Um, Colin Sandemont, Kale Gidry, or Kale Hunter, um, Matthew Pierce. We got a lot of guys that I could go on and on that I'm willing to try at uh, quarterback. Uh, if you ask some running back, I know who our running backs are. Quarterback, which is the most important uh, position, is up in there. Very, very nice. Well, look, brother, we thank you so much for the time. Keep up the good work as always. And look, we can't wait to get in that new gym and see how it looks, brother. Appreciate it, man. Take care. Yep, that is Coach Pokey doing an excellent job. They've got it rolling, man. They've got it rolling. They're going to be in a good place athletically for a long time. The kids want to play. It's as simple as that here on the bye. If you get the kids wanting to play, great things are going to happen, and they have that recipe flowing right now, and it's been great to see. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. Let's catch a break when we get back. Mustang Mike Beetle will be joining us here on the show. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. It's the Ram. Make the switch event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season well this year go with industrial power systems your only local power generation professional serving lafouche for over 18 years we offer sales service installation and maintenance on all major brands of residential commercial industrial and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry generac cola briggs and stratton cummins onan and many more industrial power systems power is our middle name call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in galliano Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients safe to all humans and pets check us out on facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com need our cedar beaters now call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back buzz off mosquito control safe effective guaranteed 
When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's Shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's Shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. We want to thank Coach Keegan Pokey for his time in the last segment of the show. We also want to thank Coach Phil Bychurch for his time in the first segment of the show. It is play-by-play on KLEB. Now we go to our third calling guest. That'll be our good pal Mustang Mike Beetle, who is a local independent professional wrestler. Mustang. Good afternoon, pal. How are you? Hello, my friend. How are you doing today? Doing great, man. It is a fun time of the year for you because you guys are preparing for your big summer show. I have been to several of them. It's always a hit. I know you guys are ready to rock and roll, man. And from what I've seen on social media, tickets are going pretty quick. Well, it's it's kind of, this is a Cajun Heat 6. Uh, so, like I said, this originated back in 2016. Of course, we missed the 2020 uh, Cajun Heat because of COVID. But uh, so this is our sixth version of Cajun Heat, and uh, our first version ever is when the NWA came in and um, and basically started. Uh, we combined with the NWA and had a killer show. Had over 900 people, and uh, we've been rocking and rolling ever since. Golf State Wrestling and. So we're looking forward to Cajun Heat 6. We have a great card lined up. Uh, over 450 tickets are already gone. So it, it's, uh, we're looking for a sellout crowd again. Looking at the, the, the you know poster, cage match, TLC match, like you guys are up in the ante, man. The fans are going to get their money's worth big time. Yeah, not only that, a cage match, TLC match. We also bring in some luchador wrestlers in from Mexico, um, we have the uh, G- GSW Heavyweight Championship on the line. We also have a unification match of the Pro Wrestling 225 SEC title along with the GSC- GSW Light Heavyweight title. Uh, two champions, Wild Thing and Wes Warren, are fighting to unify the belts. So, I mean, not to mention everything else going on the card, it's going to be a hell of a show. You know, I think people don't realize the quality of performance that, that you guys are going to put on. You know, a lot of time people think independent wrestling as, oh, this is going to be less than. No, man, you see the same moves, you see the same skills, and heck, a lot of the guys that are going to be on your show are guys who have had opportunities to be at, <clears throat> excuse me, at the highest level. You guys are the real deal, brother. Well, like I said, I appreciate the, the compliment. You've been to several of our shows, and you've been following us and supporting us for a long time, so you know it's just what people out there don't know. You know, they think, okay, well, WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, all those guys, that's what matters. But, you know, all those guys that have been that are on that level have come from somewhere, and they've come from independent wrestling. You know, even your Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, everybody, they've all come from independent wrestling. So you can't knock something that you're not aware of. And like I said, we've had several guys on our roster who's all wrestled for uh, AEW, WWE, um, and so on and so on. So like I said, the quality of the performance is there, and not to mention what the fans get. Because you go to these big shows, 
and you can't even have any interaction with any of the wrestlers. You're not going to get there and get an autograph signed, you know, for five dollars and get a picture and a shirt and take a picture. It's going to cost you hundreds of dollars at these big shows, even if you can get it done. So our guys come out for intermission, take pictures. Like I said, we got the luchadors coming in. It's going to give a great show. Um, you know, the interaction with the fans, not to mention getting a, a steel cage match and a TLC match and a heavyweight title and a unification match for the SEC and GSW lightweight title. So, I mean, there's no doubt it's going to be a show that's going to be one for the record books. Bro, you've been doing this a long time, man. What keeps you going, bro? Because I know there's got to be some days where you're like, man, why do I still do this to myself? But I know at the end of the day also it's a passion. So what keeps you going, bro? Well, that's what it is. It's the passion for it. Like I said, it'll be uh, 28 years if I make it to this November that I've been doing this. Uh, Put my body through a lot, not to mention all the years of playing sports and weightlifting and what I've done with my body is that. But the banging on the mat. People don't understand and realize what we actually put ourselves through. I know some people do, some people don't. But like I said, it's it's just wanting to entertain and give the crowd something. Because, you know, I've been asked so many times, Mike, it, it, it's your time. It's time to give it up. You know, you're 51 years old. But, you know, the way I figure it is, as long as I still have the drive, I'm not going out in the ring and looking bad. I'm still participating on a, on, on a high level um, and I'm not feeling like it. I'm slowing down as far as making a match look bad or not being able to do what I need to do. Um, I'm trying to make it last as long as I can. Now, that day is coming, no doubt, and it'll probably be sooner than later because, I mean, I have to realize that Father Time beats everybody. But, uh, like I said, it's just the love of the business, uh, doing what I do for the fans and the kids that come out that love me. I mean, they have a fan come up to me and say, man, look, you're my favorite of, of all. You know, it used to be John Cena, now it's Mustang Mike. I mean, how can you even put that into, you know, consideration on what that actually means, you know, to have somebody that feels that way about you? Now, granted, you know, that's not everybody, and but, you know, I'm, I just try to do what I can to give my fans and the Boom Nation the, the respect on what they're they're doing and support they give to me. So let's talk about wrestling as a whole here for a second. Mike, one thing that drives me crazy is when I'm watching, you know, WWE or AEW or whatever that it is that I'm watching, I feel like it's become almost like an, you know, acrobat show or like Cirque du Soleil where they're just running around and doing move after move after move after move and one, two, oh, close finish, one, two, close finish, and there's no flow. It's just move set after move set after move set. There's not as much storytelling. The matches don't flow. It just feels like gymnastics in a square ring. Do you agree with that? I don't like that change. I know fans say, oh, you know, when you grab a hold and work it, it's boring or whatever it may be. But that's part of the story of the bad guy being the bad guy or whatever. Do you think that what I'm saying, like you think I'm on to something or you think I'm crazy? You're 100%. And like I said, it it's, it's all comes down to personal preference. There's a lot of people out there who want the newer style with all the moves and everything. But, I mean, me being in the business 28 years almost, I'm just considered an old-school guy. Now, granted, I understand that you have to adapt with the business and, 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 and go with what, what sells. But, like I said, you still have to have a respect for, you know, the guys that's come around you. When these guys are going in there and taking a bump, and turning around and taking this big move and just getting up like nothing happened. I mean, you know, like I said, you it it's 
the, in my business and what I've seen over the years, the crowd has to be able to be able to feel like they're somewhat a part of the match. You know, you got to have your good guy, your bad guy, and they get invested in either side, somebody to boo, somebody to cheer. And when you don't have that and you don't have them being a part of they feel like they're somewhat involved in the match, then I think it just takes away from the legitimacy of what you're trying to to put out, the product you're trying to put out there. But like I said, you know, it's um, to each his own. Like I said, you know, we don't force anybody to come to our shows, but there's there's nobody in my 27 years I've always made this deal. If you come to one of my shows and you turn around and you do not get your money's worth, I'll refund you your money. And nobody's ever been able to, to come back and say, hey, you know, that was horrible. I want my money back. So we pride ourselves on not only giving good, clean family entertainment for the kids that come out to the inexpensive the way you can come to a show for $12, you know, and, and a family of four can come for under $50 and get concessions for another $15, $20. And you got a night out on the town for 50 60 bucks. You know, I mean, where are you going to get that entertainment to come somewhere and go there for three hours and your kid can actually interact with the people who they're actually going to see? I mean, that's it, it's a value that you really can't beat. Yeah, can't beat it, no doubt. Look, man, you have become an honorary member of the E.D. White football community, man. Every time we have Kyle LaSang on, he talks about, you know, how he loves going to watch you all at the shows, and he brings the team out, and you guys did a show for the team, you know, recently. Uh, I'm sure that that's something that you're awfully proud of, man, helping inspire those young men and, and you know, being bringing the Boom Nation over to the E.D. White Cardinal Nation. No doubt. I mean, like I said, they first started coming, I think it's been uh, four years ago. Uh, let's see, one, two, yeah, four years ago, Coach Kyle called me up and said, hey, look, I want to bring the guys out for a, for a summer event. Uh, would you be interested in uh, us coming to the show and maybe helping out with some tickets? And I'm like, well, how about half price? <laughs> well, not did I know he was going to bring 100 kids to show up, and not only did they enjoy it, they made the show. Because, I mean, they're in the crowd, and they're all together and doing their thing and, and yelling and screaming and, and getting the crowd into it. And, um, you know, it just makes a big difference. And then they made two years, and, of course, we missed um, – you know, with the COVID year, and then they made it to this past July. So this will be their fourth time coming. I've already talked to Coach, and they're supposed to be bringing the boys. So I'm so thankful for their support, not to mention that they've pretty much adopted me as their uh, their guy that I go in and do a lot of fundraiser stuff with and support. Like I said, we had the show that we did to raise money for them back in March over at Tell Jay Park, and Thibodeau had over 500 people out there. And um, – you know, they've pretty much adopted me as one of their own, and, and I can't, I can never show the amount of appreciation that that I feel, you know, for what they've done for me. And I think, I think they feel the same way, uh, but it, it's, it's a mutual respect and, and um, between us both. No doubt, brother. So, look, man, I got a, a question for you real quick, and then we'll let you go. If there's a guy that's, you know, or gal, say, you know, early 20s or whatever, listening to this, they want to get rolling, they don't know how, what advice would you give them? Obviously, the first advice, you know, hey, come to my school, I'll teach you. But what advice would you give them to make sure that they're headed on the right path in terms of chasing this this dream? Yeah, and that's what happens. There's so many people over my years have come to me and says, hey, I want to be a wrestler. It's my dream and this and that, whatever. You know, obviously – that's like anything. Somebody could dream to be a ballerina or a football player or a singer or whatever. 
sometimes, you know, it's just not not in the cards for you. But I don't deny anybody from having the avenue to go to chase their dreams. So, like I said, um, we've had our school open in the past. We had to shut it down because of COVID, and now our school's back open again in Morgan City. So I, I can give anybody out there, male, female, young or old, uh, try not to take anybody under 16 years old with with a parent uh, permission, but we have a school set up where people can come in and work and, and work toward the possibility of possibly being a wrestler. I've got nine students in, uh, enrolled right now. We we got room for four more. So anybody that wants to, they can contact me. They can get in touch with me on my Facebook page, Mustang Mike, Michael Beetle, or my Instagram, Mustang Mike Boom. Um, but yeah, as far as that part, I have the avenue to go to help people chase their dreams. But like I said, also, it's not, you know, everything that it's all cut out to be. You know, people see all the spotlight on it, on being on TV and, oh, man, this guy's famous. It's a lot to go through to go to get to that. That just doesn't happen overnight, the bumps and the bruises and the, the achy bodies and everything that you have to go through to go to get to that level is, is uh, more than some people think. So I just want to make sure that people know that if they do want that, that they realize that it's just maybe not as easy as they might think, but if you're willing to take the chance and come out, I can at least give you the avenue to make it possible. Beautiful. Look, man, thanks so much for the time. We'll chat again soon, okay, brother? Thank you, my friend. Yep, that is Mustang Mike Beetle doing an excellent job, as always. Go and watch their shows, bro. I'm telling you, and, and this is not just me. You know, this is not a plug. He's not a sponsor. He's not an advertiser. Um, he is a friend of mine, but I'm telling you sincerely, they put on a show. It's a good night out, and as he said a minute ago, it's an affordable night out. You know, you could go out there and, you know, with if you bring yourself and, you know, a guest, you could go out there with 50 bucks, and, you know, you could get into the show, maybe get some nachos, maybe get a couple beers. Like, can't beat that with a stick. And you get to watch, you know, three hours of good old-fashioned, you know, independent wrestling. You, you can't beat it. I, I certainly enjoy it, and I hope to be out there for their, their big show, which will be coming up in, in July, actually July the 16th, over at the Morgan City Auditorium. That's Cajun Heat 6. Let's catch a break when we get back. It's mailbag time. I've got questions from you all that we will get answered. It's play-by-play -play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this timeout. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. If you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. 
Yep, it's that time of year, Blue Boot Rodeo, July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. This rodeo is to promote water safety and drowning prevention. This year's activities for the rodeo on Friday, we have DJ Frozen. We also have a cornhole tournament, followed by Sharks in December. Saturday, we have Bingo and Mimosas, DJ Frozen again. Rough and Ready, we have our awards, a live auction. And closing it out, we have Junior Lacrosse from 8 to 11. That's the Blue Boot Rodeo coming this July 7, 8, and 9 in Grand Isle, Louisiana. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, Call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Welcome back to Play by Play, man. You know, usually I get here, like I'm, I'm not ever late. Like that's one thing about me. I'm very, very conscious of getting somewhere on time today i was late i was stuck in traffic and i was late i got here at show starts 11 30 i got here at 11 31 i ain't ashamed to say it but usually i get here at like in the 10 45 whatever and i just kind of sit around do a little research prepare for the show and by the time we get to one when we wrap up it feels like you know hey man i've, I've been here a little while you know put in a little work Today, when you get here right at 11.30, it feels like I just got here and the show's already almost over. We've got two more segments of play-by-play here to go. A run through the MLB scoreboard. There have been several games that have started out in Major League Baseball. The Brewers are leading the Rays 1-0 in the fourth. The A's are leading the Yankees 3-2 in the first. The Pirates and the uh, Nationals are tied to a piece in the second. So those games are ongoing over in the MLB. Let's get to you the mailbag questions. We've got several questions from our listeners. If you've got a question for us in the future, at Casey underscore Just Claire on Twitter, at Kaylee B Radio on Twitter, um, Just Claire Casey at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook. If you know me and got my number, text me, whatever you got to do, figure out a way to get these questions to me because I love answering whatever, what all you will have uh, for us on, on any given show. Question one. Casey, I saw you on Facebook. You're looking great. What are you doing to lose so much weight? First off, thank you so much for that compliment, um, dear listener. We have lost a bunch of weight. I started, I'll tell tell you all the story. I'll I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you all the story of how this all went down. Hopefully, it inspires somebody. My birthday was June 20th. I left radio on June 20th, went home, just kind of did the family thing, hung out, ate dinner went to cover South Lafouche basketball against Central and Thibodeau. Actually, that night it was just against Central out in Matthews. I leave the gym. It's about 7 o'clock. I realize, you know what? These khaki pants hardly fit. You know what? I don't feel very well. (laughs) You know what? I'm bigger than I've ever been in my entire life. That day I weighed myself in the morning, I weighed 188.8 pounds, which for me is a lot. I'm usually like one, at, at my peak, weighing like 160-ish, 165-ish. Because I'm not a tall dude. Like, I'm not a big bone dude. I'm, I'm a slender, 
At my best, I'm a slender guy. So I decided, while still in my work clothes, to hell with it. I'm leaving the gym, and I'm going walk. So I left the gym, went to the LaRose Park, and went walk for 30 minutes. I was about to about to fall out, completely out of shape, about to fall over. It was hot as hell that day. Walked for 30 minutes. I was dripping in sweat. Remember, I'm in my thick you know, T-shirt with my thick khaki pants on. It's about to fall over. Then that night is when I realized, you know what? I'm as big as I've ever been. I got to do something. I got to make a change. So I decided to start dieting. I decided to start exercising. And really, that's all I've been doing. Like, it hasn't been any trick. I'm not taking like a pill. I didn't, you know, do, I'm not doing any type of shake or weight regimen. And more power to the people who are doing those things. I'm not saying it in a critical way. But for me, simply all I'm doing is this. I'm either walking for 30, 40 minutes at night or in late afternoon at DeLaRose Park or riding the stationary bike at home for 40 to 50 minutes a day. For breakfast, instead of eating like Pop-Tarts or something like that, I'm instead eating a banana, which I just ate my banana for the morning, uh, which is kind of late now, 12.38. But I eat a banana in the morning instead of that or maybe like a cup of cereal. For lunch, I eat a salad. And then for dinner, I eat whatever, just as long as it's in moderation. Like in Southeast Louisiana, man, like we eat until it hurts. <laughs> That's not necessary. You don't have to do that. So instead of eating, you know, like a plate and a half of red beans and rice, just eating a plate. Instead of eating, you know, 13 chicken nuggets, you know, that are homemade that, I, you know, that I make for myself at night, I maybe just eat seven or eight and leave the meal whenever I'm feeling full as opposed to leave to meal whenever I physically can't eat anymore. And also eliminated soft drinks and, you know, watching what I eat between meals, you know, no Doritos and crazy stuff like that. So just being more conscious of what I eat and just getting on my ass and going to exercise, you know, walking and doing the bike and all that stuff. That's all been big for me. And since I started, which was now today's Wednesday, so now nine days ago, I've lost seven pounds and I've lost a pant size. I can't fit my stuff anymore. I can't fit my stuff. I'm going to have to go buy some new clothes if I keep doing this. So, so far, it's going so well. Thanks for noticing. And, and for anybody that's listening that wants to do the same, you can. I promise you can. Just, you know, do the do the work and, and, and put in the time. I promise you it'll pay off. Number two, what do you think of the NBA free agency period and what will the Pelicans get? They're not going to get a whole lot. They don't have a whole lot to offer. You know, that's not an insult to the Pelicans. They don't have a whole lot to offer. They don't have any cap room. So they're going to get a role player. They're going to get somebody with an exception, uh, you know, mid-level exception or veterans exception, whatever it may be. And they'll get like a wing, you know, like a small forward type, maybe a guy that could play both ways, could maybe knock down a three, can maybe guard a little bit on the perimeter. I don't know exactly who that would be, but it would be someone in the mold of what the Pelicans hoped James Posey would be way back when, whenever they signed him. Someone that they would, you know, hope, you know, like a, a James Ennis type. Don't necessarily have to start, but could just come in, play 15, 20 minutes, give you seven, eight points, can make a three in the corner, and could guard somebody. I think that that's what they're going to be looking at. I would say like the P.J. Tucker type role, but it looks like Tucker's going to Philadelphia. Cha-ching, a big, you know, big proponent of that for the 76ers. Question three. Casey, are you as hyped up as I am about LSU baseball? What an offseason they're having. Yes. 
Why, yes, dear listener, I am very hyped up about what LSU baseball is doing. They are recruiting immensely well, number one class in the country. They're going to lose some of those guys to the draft, yeah, but they're not going to lose all of them. They're working the portal to bring in guys who could potentially be weekend starters right now. And if those guys end up flopping out and are not able to be weekend starters, then guess what? You got midweek starters. You got long relievers. The little kid from Vanderbilt, and I'm saying little as in not little in stature. His last name is literally little. You bring him in. If he works out, hey, you might have a Friday night guy. If he doesn't work out, then you've got a high-leverage reliever you could use over the weekend. That's what he was for Vanderbilt last year. And then you're bringing in sticks, dude. Like Tommy Tank's 26, 27 home runs last year as a freshman. That dude's big time. Pineda from Baylor, 300 hitter, shortstop. He could play second base. could just plug and play. You could play that guy anywhere on the infield. That's a big-time utility guy to go get. And then, oh, yeah. You pluck the pitching coach away from the Minnesota Twins who are in first place in the American League Central. And a lot of the Twins pitchers say, hey, that guy's the reason why we're in first place. LSU's got it rolling baseball-wise right now. It took Jay Johnson a little while to build that momentum and to kind of put that thumbprint and say, hey, this is my program. This is what it's going to look like. But we're there. We are certainly there. They have had a great offseason, and I cannot wait to see, but they've still got some spots to fill. They may get another portal guy or two. Want to see who signs in the draft. Everything's looking great for that program right now, and I absolutely positively cannot wait to see how the rest of the offseason takes shape. Question four, listener wants to know, Casey, what quarterback looked the best at the Manning Passing Academy? Thanks for the updates throughout the camp. It's hard. You know, I was actually making fun of a of a national publication about this on Twitter. They had like, oh, here's a list of who shined the brightest at the Manning Passing Academy. We saw them throw like six passes. <laughs> and there was no defense. There was no, you know, they were throwing against air. So it's hard to fully say who looked the best, right? Because by and large, everybody was completing everything that they threw for the most part, right? Um, I could say this. I could tell you who were who was doing subhuman things, right? The Richardson kid from Florida has as good of an arm as I have ever seen anyone have. Like he is standing at the 50-yard line, throwing the ball 50 or 60 yards down the field without exerting himself at all, just flipping the ball down the field like it's nothing, just a line drive missile. He's got an absolute rocket. He's built. He's big and strong. If he could get the mental part of it down, he'll be okay. What I mean by the mental part of it is there were some maturity issues last year. Remember, he missed a game with an injury, but he maybe kind of sort of wasn't injured, like he was doing backflips and stuff while not playing and saying that he was hurt. If he could get some of that maturity part of it down, look out, because he's got all of the physical tools. I thought Max Johnson threw the ball well. You know, remember Max Johnson from LSU? Kind of the MO was he didn't have that strong of an arm and the ball kind of floated and he had kind of had a hard time pushing it down the field. He had a little bit of velocity in some of the throws that we saw him make out at Thibodeau and he looked pretty good. It was, it was impressive. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a huge fan now, especially now he's at Texas A&M, but he looked impressive. Got to call, you know, call it what it is. 
Um, I thought Cohen Grandier for Nichols looked pretty damn good. He's kind of going to be the guy with, with Lowell Narcisse out of the picture. He threw a pretty ball. He had a little zip to it. Miles Brennan's big and strong. Out Now, I will say this. When Miles was throwing, I was on the complete opposite side of the field. I didn't get a great look at what he was doing, but he looked pretty damn good to me, and he's he's big and strong and thick and muscular, and he's going to certainly look like an SEC quarterback. Remember when he first got to Baton Rouge? He was very wiry. He's not very wiry anymore. He's thick. He's big and strong. Miles is going to stand him out, and I think he's going to do an excellent job. <clears throat> Uh, I was thinking of the guy's name, Levis. Levis from Kentucky. Uh, he's he looked great too. So those are just some of the guys. But again, please, please take this all at face value. I'm watching the dudes throw six passes. There's no pass rush. There's no defensive backs on the field. Like, please, please understand that it's a very, very limited sample size based on what we're able to see. Question five, a listener wants to know, Casey, which Mount Rushmore school do you think will be the hardest to create? Love the idea. Can't wait to see what you come up with. Um, Well, first off, tomorrow's one was was tough. South Lafouche was tough um, because I think that I just know too much, right? Like I feel like when you know a lot of information about something, it almost becomes a little bit of a trap like you're going to, overthink yourself or, you know, talk yourself out of the obvious, right? And that was the issue for South Lafouche. It's like, okay, you lay out like 30 names, right? And then you narrow it down to 10. And those 10 are clearly head and shoulders above the rest. And then you got to make the decisions of narrowing it down to four. But then you start asking yourself the questions. Oh, what if we made a mistake? Or what if, you know, this one should be over that one? Like, I feel like you can know too much information. And when you personally know some of the people, it's hard to stay unbiased, which also goes into that. But purely from the athleticism standpoint, like Ellender's going to be tough because they've always had such great, you know, individual players. Like, how do you narrow it down? That's going to be a tough one. And then there's going to be others. You know, there's going to be, it's it's not going to be an easy process anywhere. E.D. White's had some great ones. Thibodeau, I mean, how do you... I, I just off the top of my head, Thibodeau. Uh, okay, um, Greg Robinson, Trevon Reed, Trevon Coleman, Eric Andelsack. You want to just say, "Boom, we're done." But I know it's not that easy. I know there are others out there who have excelled. So the entire process is going to be very difficult, and we look forward to seeing how it goes. Casey, number six, or not Casey, number six. Question number six comes from a listener who says, "Casey, what's the funnest game you ever coached in Biddy basketball?" I know you were a coach for a long time. We miss seeing you on the sidelines. Um, first off, thank you. I do miss the sidelines too. And, uh, don't ever say never. There may be an opportunity to do some of that stuff in the future. Um, but the, the best or most memorable game that I ever coached on the sidelines, I was an assistant coach, seven and eight bitty coaching with our pal, Damian St. Pierre, who comes on the show on Fridays. We were the heels. That was the name of our team. And we were facing Coach Ashton Dillon's team. I don't remember the name of their team. Uh, we were both undefeated. The gym felt like it was sold out, though I know I'm probably just exaggerating mentally whenever I envision that. And we beat them in a close, hard-fought, competitive game. Our point guard was Evan Louvier, little boy at South Lafouche now. 
Our post player was Nicholas Coleman, who's going to be a starter for the Tarpons varsity team this coming season. Their point guard was Victor Nelson and, and Bryce Adams. Victor's no longer in the area. Bryce is a, a contributing player with the Tarpon basketball program. And we just went to battle. I remember we opened up an early lead. Fourth quarter, we're dealing with some serious foul trouble, and we just kind of have to hang on. Whew, we still talk about that one. That was a thriller. We won it by the edge of our seats, and that's one that I know. I don't talk to the kids as often as I wish that I would, but some of them you know, are no longer in sports or some of them are no longer in the area or whatever. But I just know that when they're in recess or whenever they're you know, gossiping about their old bitty days, that that is one of the games that they're looking back on and saying, man, do you remember when we did that? Yes, I do remember that. That was unbelievable. That was great to be part of. And it was a wonderful showcase of some of the great talent and and also why South Louis Biddy does such an awesome job because um, that was an awesome afternoon for me, and I know that the kids remember that forever. Let's catch a break. Thanks so much for the questions. They were great. Whenever we get out of the break, we'll get three betting picks, and then we'll get out of here and send you on your way. It is play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Your life is mobile. So is your bank. As a state bank and trust company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime with state bank and trust companies' online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State bank and trust company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. A deadly surge is plaguing our state. Domestic homicides. Louisiana now ranks fifth nationally in these deaths. According to the NCADV, the presence of a firearm in a domestic violence situation increases the risk of homicide by 500%. But Louisiana has laws to help keep these weapons out of the hands of domestic abusers. Learn about the firearm divestiture program by contacting your sheriff's office or visiting agjefflandry.com. This PSA was supported by subgrant number 5336 awarded by the Louisiana Commission on Law Enforcement for the for the grant program. What does the Weatherbug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose Weatherbug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the Weatherbug app today for free. Join Talk on the Bayou from 10 to 11.30 a.m. Monday through Friday on the Raging Cajun. We cover local news topics, politics, and entertainment each weekday. And it's all brought to you in part by Rouse's Markets, Lady of the Sea General Hospital, Vision Communications, and Thibodeau Regional Health System. Talk on the Bayou Monday through Friday from 10 to 11.30 a.m. Right here on the Raging Cajun KLEB 1600 a.m. and 102.7 FM.
Welcome back to Play by Play. Hope everybody's enjoying their day here. Casey Jiskler here wrapping up. I've got three betting picks to give to you all. Look, man, get on your apps. This first one is about ready to start. I like the Rangers to cover the minus 115 money line against the Kansas City Royals. The Rangers are just much better than the Royals. They're 36 and 37. Kansas City's 26 and 47. Zach Grinke is going for Kansas City, which I think skews the line. He's got a name. So Vegas kind of favors him because of that name. And I say Vegas, I mean the public. There's probably some public money on Kansas City watering this down some. Uh, but Grinke's not been good. He's got a 4.68 ERA. And if you get into the Kansas City bullpen, it is an absolute train wreck. They can't get out. So they really struggle. So I like Texas to do today what they've been doing throughout the series, which is just beating the hell out of Kansas City. They beat them 10-4 to in the first game. Beat them 8-3 yesterday. I think they'll do the same and take care of themselves on the road and beat Kansas City and get a big W. Today, out in San Francisco, game number two. I like over eight runs between the Giants and the Tigers. Neither team is throwing a starter who's had much luck as of late. Ronnie Garcia is throwing for Detroit with a 4.57 ERA. Alex Wood is throwing for the Giants. He's got a 5.05 ERA. Wood has been awful in the last couple of weeks for San Francisco. Usually with the Giants playing and it being, you know, a, a game on the bay and you kind of worry because that, you know, that moisture gets in the atmosphere at night and the ball doesn't fly. But this is a day game. This is a 245 start time, which will be 1245 local time there. The air is going to be thinner. I think it'll jump a little bit. And I think we're going to see over eight runs in that one between the Giants and the Tigers. So give me over in that ball game between those two teams. One more. I like, uh, where are we? I like the Dodgers <clears throat> to cover the run line today against the Rockies. The Dodgers have been getting beat up on out in Colorado the last two nights. Um, you know, that's unsustainable. <laughs> they, we know that the Dodgers at some point are going to wake up. Today with Julio Urias on the mound, 2.480 ERA. That'll be the night. They're facing Herman Marquez, who's the Rockies pitcher, 5.580 ERA. The Dodgers are going to be angry. They're not going to like that they've lost a couple in a row. They're going to take out some anger and some frustrations on Colorado, and they're going to get a big win today. Thanks to everybody for listening. It's been a good show. We're going to have to put a pin in it right here. Our allotted time for the day is over. But one more time, let's thank our sponsors, and then we'll get out of here. The Blue Boot Rodeo, the 2022 Blue Boot Rodeo, will be held July 7th through 9th at the Grand Isle Marina, located at 158 Sand Dollar Court at the Tarpon Pavilion. We also thank Southland Dodge and Homa. Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Dufresne Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Rouse's Markets. Get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Seven days a week at Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. Buzz Off. The only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. And Golden Motors where price is priority. Proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. Tomorrow, we've got our first Mount Rushmore that we'll be handing down. That'll be South Lafouche High School. Cannot wait. We're going to have some coaches lined up. We've got Tora Danos with Central Lafouche Girls Basketball lined up for tomorrow. As we said at the top of the show, they won the Summer League yesterday. We'll ask Coach Tora about that. Great opportunity for the Lady Trojans to really start building something there. We'll also... Uh, and later in the week, get Coach Chandler Guitros for his usual Friday interview. We'll try to get Damien on as well. So we've got 
Two more shows left this week, and we hope to have a whole bunch of fun. It's play-by-play. Casey Jisclair will be signing off, wishing you all a great rest of the day. May God bless you and your family. Stay safe and all that good stuff. We can't wait for tomorrow. God bless everybody. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.